0: We're back. The NFL from across the pond. Uh, we missed last week. Sorry about that. I'm sure you're disappointed, but we're back for week four review. Before we get onto that, well, I'm Dave. Joined again by Barrett, Hello. Still no Darren. Jets lost, so we're not seeing him. Um, it might be a long absence <laughs> yeah. if they carry
1: on the way they have the last yeah. couple of weeks.
0: He might be back for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's just get into week three quick hits. Something phenomenal happened in the NFL last week. Something that hasn't happened for a long time. The Browns won again! Come on! That's why they call it Believe Land. Bud Light fridges popped open in bars across Cleveland. Well, apparently they had technical issues, but they opened them in the end. Uh, First win for the Browns since the 24th of December
1: 2016. That is... Unbelievable Unbelievable that a team could go that long in a competitive league (laughs) without winning. But I think there wasn't a person in the world that didn't want the Browns to win that game. It was uh, brilliant.
0: Um, Yeah, congratulations Cleveland. They're still celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. Okay, Karen Johnson becomes the first Lions running back to rush for 100 yards in a game since...
1: You saw it. Two thousand and thirteen. Two thousand and
0: thirteen. That's quite a long time. The last nice. the last hundred yard rusher they had was Reggie Bush. That's just how long ago it was. Uh, maybe this is the beginning of the end for the Patriots who dropped to one and two. We'll come to them later. Patrick Mahomes thirteen TDs through the first three weeks. That beats Peyton Manning's record that he set the season he he set the touchdown record. Uh, so we'll see. we'll see if there's going to be a new a new touchdown record. Mahomes keeps going. And the Bills scored the third biggest upset in NFL history. They were a 16.5 point underdog, and they won
1: 27-6 in Minnesota. That was the weirdest game. I it think. was odd. Yeah, nobody was expecting that. That was just weird.
0: Uh, more injuries around the NFL, none more so than Jimmy G, out for the year, torn ACL. It's the end of their season, pretty much. And the Steelers will listen to trade offers for Le'Veon Bell. No
1: great surprise. No, but it's it's an odd one that they let let it get to this situation. Though you just kind of you don't you don't know what teams are doing when you know when they they just don't deal with their business.
0: Um, uh, he he obviously wanted more money than they were willing to give him, perhaps. But then this is the second year in a row it's happened.
1: Yeah. But they knew that before. The season started, they, you know, and, and yet they've ble- let they're now airing their do- dirty laundry in public. They're now in the season started. They're looking to trade. It's not like, do tra- this stuff in the off season. Just Plus deal the tra- with it.
0: The trade value might go down a little bit because teams know that if Bell just sits out, they don't have to trade. They can they can attack him in free agency.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't make m- much sense the way they've done. Gone about it I think the Steelers Just expected Eventually he would Cave but he hasn't And that's uh, I mean
0: Going back to the Khalil Mack trade That maybe sets the Price for Bell Because they're Obviously they play Different positions But in terms of The type of player And the type of impact Mm. Two first round picks Maybe
1: I mean there's, there's Teams out there Looking at the the rushing stats from from week three. There's yeah, some teams there's, out there that could do with that can't run the ball. Yeah, that could do with someone of Le'Veon Bell's quality. That's for sure. So. Uh,
0: the other the other trade talk this week: Earl Thomas. Um, Falcons lost another start in safety, but well, yeah, there's
1: a surprise.
0: Uh, Dan Quinn said they will not be they'll not be trading for Earl Thomas, but Dallas could be coming back in for him. It doesn't seem to be anyone else in the mix.
1: No, no, I think um, it's a bit of a shame in some ways that the Falcons aren't looking to, to to do some business because it's just been so punished in the first couple of weeks with injuries, and we'll get onto that a little bit later, I'm sure. But it's you'd like to think they'd be looking out there for all options because God knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks. We seem to be struggling to keep people you might,
0: fit. You might get the call.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I don't think I've quite the build for the NFL, but maybe.
0: Okay, let's go on to Thursday's game, which is uh, actually a pretty good one. It's the 1-1-1 Vikings at the 3-0 Rams. Uh, The Vikings stunned by the Bills last week, a 26-6 loss at home. Uh, They did beat the Rams last year, although that was in Minnesota. The Rams have kind of cruised to 3-0, three pretty comfortable games, even though their defense, with a lot of new names on it, has yet to gel. Todd Gurley, 255 rushing yards on the season and four TDs. Jared Goff to looked pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think the, uh, the Rams are looking like the real deal. I don't think it's a huge surprise that everybody's been thinking they were coming to this season well. It's good to see that Jared Goff last year wasn't a freak year, having had a terrible first season. Last year was obviously a huge Huge improvement after Jeff Fisher had been shown the door, and that was seven and nine bullshit. That was some seven and nine <laughs> bullshit. Um, but with Gurley there as well, they're looking like they've got a pretty even offense going on there, and, and the defense is is doing the job. So you've got a very, very good team there. Which you bigger,
0: know. bigger test this week for the defense? Kirk Cousins second in the NFL with 965 yards passing.
1: Yeah, and he put up 296 yards last week through a touchdown. It could be
0: a dangerous time to play the Vikings after that. Just complete, I don't know, weird meltdown,
1: whatever happened. But the Vikings are are a very good team, so I think they, you know, that's an odd result, and you get those, you know, each week or every couple of weeks. There's a strange result that happens, and and hopefully that's it for the Vikings because I think they're better. They're definitely better than that, and. um,
0: Maybe yes. they're not the team we thought they were going to be because they, they won week one at home to San Francisco, which kind of went down to the end. And then they, they had the tie with Green Bay in which potentially they could have lost. Um, well, both teams missed kicks, but he had the controversial call on, on Clay Matthews, which could have, could have potentially ended the game. And then obviously that they lost at home to the possibly what we thought was the worst team in the NFL yeah. going into last week so may, maybe they're not who we thought they
1: might be but this is a big week for them though isn't it because it's they've got to bounce back strong uh, against uh, having, having been basically caught napping you know, you know maybe they were licking their wounds a bit maybe they were just a bit you know, un, I don't know, unfocused but to, to suffer that kind of defeat if they don't come back strong this week then it's there's going to be a lot of question marks and it's going to get inside their head. Confidence will, will go down. Now, they couldn't have a more difficult fixture to bounce back strong on. So, you know, I don't think they're going to win this. However, if they can go out and put in a really good show in, then maybe it, it, it rebuilds a little bit of what, what they lost last week.
0: I'm actually um, going to pick the Vikings. Oh, I, it, it took me a long time to to come up with it, it's just a neat, uh, to pick the Rams is, is the easy mm. pick, and he's probably the sensible pick, but this is the best team the Rams will have played, I'm not saying they're not capable of, they do look potentially the best team in the NFL, certainly the best team in the NFC at the moment, but the Vikings, I think it's just a game they just need to focus on, and maybe they were focusing on this before last week, I don't know, but,
1: yeah and there's been a bit of talk about that that they were already looking past the bills and preparing for this game almost which you know the, uh, at this level elite sports you cannot do that it doesn't matter what sport you are playing, you cannot be looking past the team that is in front of you it's uh, it, it's a bit of a schoolboy error if that's if that was the case i mean there's lots of denial about that in the post match press conferences and all the rest of it but i think If that if that was even a little bit of what happened and they didn't prepare for that game properly, then you know what—that's what you get. So you're picking the Rams. Picking the Rams.
0: Okay, we're on to the two and one Bengals at the one and two Falcons. Uh, As we said, the injuries piling up. Um, But before we get to that, Andy Dalton, eight TDs but five INTs, which is kind of Andy Dalton numbers. Ninety-one point two passer rating. Matt Ryan's backs, it seems, 7 TDs, only 2 interceptions, 106.5 passer rating. But here's the list of outs, and it's not just the Falcons. Bengals, Joe Mixon, out. AJ Green, questionable, is uh, still early in the week, but that might go down to game time decision. He has a groin injury. Uh, We know Keanu Neal, Dion Jones, out. Add Ricardo Allen to the list. Uh, you've got Tack McKinley, who's the more likely to play out of McKinley and Shelby and Freeman this week. Probably still no Freeman.
1: It's, uh, it's building up into quite a, um, a worrying situation. I mean, as, you, as we all saw, I mean, don't, against one of the best offences in the league, I mean, Drew Brees has been doing it for years, um, scoring points for fun, and it was just a complete shootout at the weekend. And you had two of the best quarterbacks in the league, and it hurts me a little bit to have to say that about Drew but two of the best quarterbacks in the league at the top of their game. You know, just, just throwing... Feel,
0: uh, from a Falcons fan standpoint, obviously this is how I'm going to look at it. If you think... I think if we just had like one of them players, like certainly Dion Jones, we'd have yeah. probably won the, the game. The game it came, came down came to, to it, we, down we to couldn't stopped. make a stop yeah. at the end of at the end of regulation, and then in overtime we couldn't make
1: a stop. Yeah. It kept well. It came down. They made a stop on us at one point late in the fourth quarter, and that was kind of the end of you know you, you, we were kind of expecting us to drive up the field because no one was stopping anybody, drive up the field and kick a field goal, and they made a stop, and then it came down to a, toink, a coin toss. They they won the coin toss and then they were in position to to go and score. So it's it was a close game and, and frustrating to lose it. But it just highlights the that you can't lose that many starting defensive players and it not affect your ability to um, to against a team that has an offense like the the Saints. I guess so. we'll,
0: we'll find out this week. I think if Bengals have been. Good, bad, and indifferent.
1: Yeah, and I think um, Andy Dalton's no Drew Brees, and I think the, their offense has been all right. But I think I'd like to see. I'd like to think the Falcons will win this one, especially um,
0: at home. Yeah, uh, there was a plus for the Falcons. Obviously, their offense. Calvin Ridley exploded seven receptions, 146 yards, and three TDs. Had the same amount of TDs in one game that Julio Jones had all last year.
1: Yeah, and I think this. This is well. I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised to see some frustration coming from, um, from Julio at some point I mean he's, he's a massive team player so he's not going to do it in public but he's not getting the targets that other people are but he's, he's in that role now where his, a big part of his job is to take the double coverage and to, to give everyone else space but it just makes the numbers not look great for Julio so you know, don't be surprised if he doesn't if he's not the leading touchdown scorer for the, for the Falcons this season, because he's, he's going to be making sure that Sanu and Ridley are open or, or have got single coverage. So, but it could be a frustrating season for him because he's not necessarily going to get the numbers that his when, ability deserves. But when the
0: Falcons force-feed Julio the ball... He does come up with the ball. He still gets that But the ball, yeah. it seems to limit the offence a little bit. And you look yeah. at the last two weeks where they've spread it around, Ridley, Hooper, Sanu, and just, they're just scoring more and more points.
1: You can only hope that, because there's nothing I like more than seeing Julio. I mean, the, the catch this week where it's kind of gone back over his head, he's stretched... Huge stretch and somehow pulls it in, and you kind of think yeah, that is when you know that's the sort of thing that only he can do, or there's only a couple of players in the league that can do that. So, seeing the ball thrown to him is, is like you know, the best, but you kind of hope that as Ridley delivers week on week and people start seeing him as a significant threat as well, which they will after this week. Yeah, um, it, opens it, up, right? it opens things up. It opens things up They can't just double-team Julio because, well, Ridley's available and he's fast.
0: It'll help to get Freeman back, but I'm picking the Falcons.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Andy Dalton is looking like he's back to the Dalton of a couple of years ago, um, his other one good season, um, and which will be good for the Bengals. At least they'll be competitive, but um, I think... Uh, I think the Falcons got it.
0: Okay, on to two teams that are surprisingly top of their division at the moment. Both two and one. Tampa Bay at Chicago. Uh, Fitzpatrick went thirty of fifty, which is just throwing the ball too much, but four hundred eleven yards. Um, three interceptions, though. No running game for the Bucks again. But Winston, Winston's suspension is finished, and Dirk Hutter has said he knows his starter and he's not naming it. Which might suggest that Winston's back in, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't want the Bears to prepare for one quarterback, he wants them to prepare for both. Might be a bit unfair on Fitzpatrick um, after his performance through three weeks where he's I think, top of the NFL in, in yards. Uh, but the Bears came back from 14 down to beat the Cardinals 16 14, bit of a struggle. Uh, Trubisky has been steady. It's really the Khalil Mack show in Chicago. Um, the Bears are fifth in total defense. Yeah,
1: and I've got the, you know, the Bears down as you know. I think from a, they're a, a team that's building from defense, so I think it, you know we're probably not going to see huge, huge numbers out of their offense. But if they can win games sixteen fourteen, they're going to feel much better by the end of this season than they did at the end of last season. So it's it's not a bad place to build from. I think. Like you said, Fitzpatrick is going to feel a little bit hard done by if uh, if he ends up getting dropped. Um, but I'm not sure what he he couldn't have done any more. I mean, he's uh, no, he
0: done better a lot a lot better than everyone expected. Yeah, it's but like Fitzpatrick has a season. window. Yeah, and eventually he's not going to keep that up for 16 games. And it, we've seen this before. Maybe not quite to this level. I mean,
1: he got for hot for the Jets for one year, didn't he? And, and that was, you know... But the the challenge with all this is that the the Bucks have got some confidence going. They're buzzing. And unexpectedly, you know, most people were putting them at, you know, the only... Well, I certainly said in the first podcast that they were the only team that couldn't win this division. And now they're sitting on top. So it's it does kind of there is a lot to be said for not upsetting something that's working and that's difficult when you've got you know your starting quarterback due back however if everybody's got a rhythm going yeah. you know i mean even if he didn't if fitzpatrick continued to start he only has to have a bad quarter and then he's coming out and that then that's all that's going to happen but um well winston hasn't
0: exactly he's been lighting up in Tampa he's done some good stuff but he's not he hasn't quite turned into what they wanted yet
1: no, exactly and it, it's it's not you know there was before you know last season there were there were question marks about him you know whether he was going to turn into the player that people had hoped and so it's it's not like he's necessarily going to be a massive upgrade you know that he probably has more upside but if someone's playing hot then you know, if they're throwing touchdowns every week and 400 yards and it's like, well, thank you very much. Well,
0: another reason they're frying
1: it so much is they just can't run the ball. Um, You don't throw it 50 times if
0: you're successful running the ball. And going to Chicago, if you're going to drop back 50 times, Khalil Mack's going to eat you alive and so the rest of them. So, I'm taking the Bears.
1: I've gone with the Bucks. I know, I know. But... Uh, uh, We'll see.
0: Okay, we're on to two, one and two teams. Um, Detroit at Dallas. Dallas surprisingly third in total defense in the NFL, though Sean Lee's out again. Big surprise, not really. Uh, The Lions have improved since that week one, lost the Jets where they were just awful. They do have weapons. They beat the Patriots this week. The Cowboys are only averaging 13.7 points per game. It's basically... Line up and stop Elliot and then Wait for Dak Prescott to beat you with no Receivers and not much else
1: Yeah exactly, I've got you know, Dak through for 168 Yards, a touchdown Through two interceptions Elliot 127 yards, that is all the Offence, that is the whole offence in two Players it's, and it's, it's a shame Because as you mentioned the, you know, the defence is, is, is good and yet they They're just not Going to move the ball and it's, you know, it's not on Dak, I think, but, you know, he's... They, he's, he's got seen, no... He's, he's, got, got a, he's, a, he's a good if you lose quarterback. Witt,
0: Witton's going to the Hall of Fame, and then you lose Death Bryant. you you've got to replace yeah. at least one of them, two players, the, and they just didn't.
1: The, the front office have to take responsibility for what has happened to this offence, because they've got... You, you, you dream of having a core of... Players that you can build around, like Dak and like Elliot If you've got a good running back and a good quarterback, you can build a team around it, and that is your job. Because if you if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter what else you've got; you're going to be screwed. So to have the you know the two pieces that you really need, and then not build anything around it is is a massive shame. Because um, you know it's not going to be long before those two guys are going to get start getting pissed off because they're going to be um, you know, wasting years of their of their career, um, and and also if you've got a good decent defense, and then you've got you can't do anything on on offense. It's just they it's had the, they had
0: the best record in the NFC two years ago, and they've just basically gone backwards. Yeah. and I think it's not all on Jason Garrett. He can only coach what he's given. Yeah, but I think there could be change coming in Dallas.
1: Yeah, you've got, but at the end of that, there isn't talent there. I think there there isn't enough talent. Um, on offence to win, to win games so yep. I think that is
0: I'm picking the Lions who look to be going after a tough start in the other direction don't think they're going to make the playoffs but they look to be going in the other
1: direction. Me too me too, I'm going with the Lions
0: Ok, the 1-2 and two Bills are on the road again in the NFC North they're at the stupid stat 1-1-1 one, one and one Green Bay Packers uh, who have Aaron Rodgers still not 100% showed last week there was no comeback from them, no points in the fourth quarter for the Packers, which is unusual in a Aaron Rodgers-led offense. They lost 31-17. Um, the same problem for the Packers, they can't run the ball. Aaron Jones 6 for 42 and McCarthy just abandons the run. He's been doing it for years, it's not a surprise. Um, for the Bills, Josh Allen came in steady, 15 of 22, which means they're not forcing him to throw the ball. 196 yards and a touchdown. Uh, He also added 10 rushes for 39 yards. He's leaping over people. And the other plus for the Bills is nobody retired at
1: half-time. Didn't Josh Allen get two rushing touchdowns as well, if I got that correct? So I think what, what we might find here is it's difficult to know whether the Vikings were just terrible in the first half last week which allowed the Bills to go rush out to a 27-point lead in the first half, or whether maybe the Bills have figured out how to how to work their offense. You know, like you said, they're not forcing Josh Allen to throw it all the time. You know, he's got 196 yards, which is fine, but he's also running the ball. Um, and if they. He's mobile. He's yeah, like quite if they're, f- they're
0: find in a way, he's a bit Aaron Rodgers like in some yeah. respects. He can move around the pocket. Not at the moment, Rodgers can't move, but he can move around the pocket. And like I say, he had that play where he leapt over the linebacker, and that gets your team fired up.
1: Yeah. So I mean, if 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 they're maybe the Bills are beginning to find find an identity, you know, find how they can win games. Um, it, this week will be a really good test for them because if they're going to go out and. You know, end up this season with a winning record. The Packers, who aren't playing great, are struggling. This is the kind of game they're going to need to win. So, you know, if they go out and lay an egg, then um, I think we'll maybe it was just a freak result. Um, but it'd be nice to see if, you know, see Josh Allen developing and beginning to, um, you know, grow into his role.
0: Everything's on Rodgers, though. He's not 100%. If- no. Changed changed our offense a little bit to to you know try and work around it, but the Packers at home. I mean, for the Bills, like I say, two two road games in the NFC North. Um, I just think Packers will ultimately have too much.
1: Well, yeah, I mean the Packers got. I
0: don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think I just think the Packers will they'll have enough.
1: I mean, the Packers got done by the Redskins, didn't they? So I think it's Washington's more. better than. We all expect. I know. But I know. We don't really get a touch on them today because they've been yeah, they're they're on playing a bye screen. weeks. But but Adrian Peterson's slotted into their offense like a dream, and Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Doing, doing Alex Smith. Doing Smith, Alex Smith. Stuff. Yeah. So it just feels like they've got it pretty well balanced at the moment as well. So I'm going the Packers as well because I think you know the Bills showed something good last week, but it could just be a one-off, and the Packers at home. But I wouldn't be surprised entirely if if the Bills. Managed to do an upset there.
0: Okay, on to, the, on to the next one. Might not spend too long on the own three Texans, which is a surprise. Uh, the one and two Colts, uh, divisional matchup. Deshaun Watson, 385 yards passing and a loss to the Giants. They can't run the ball either. Uh, maybe another Le'Veon Bell potential team of the future. Lamar Miller, 10 yards on 10 carries. Is pathetic. Uh, Andrew Luck, 25 of 40 for only 164 yards. That's a worry. Um, but they surprisingly kept the game close on the road in Philly last week. I just think the Texans are the better team overall. I'm surprised they, they lost to the Giants, but I, I just think they're just going to have too much.
1: I'm disagreeing with you. I'm, gonna, I'm taking the Colts on this. I think that um, you know, Watson... You know, it's good to see him. You know, putting good numbers up, and you know, we, we were hopeful that he was going to be the real deal last year, and he seems to be coming into this season and and, and carrying on some of that form. Um, but like you said, they've got no no running game at the moment, which is a is a problem because teams can can scheme for that. And I think, um, I mean, the Colts lost to a good Eagles team, that uh, although they're not setting the world like with points. The Eagles, they're keeping games close and they seem to be finding their way through and, and getting results one way or another. Um, and I think there's there's kind of no shame in losing to the Eagles. Um, I think luck will probably have a little bit more success. I think you have to be concerned
0: about luck at this point. It's been out for so long. 20, 25 of 40 for 164 yards.
1: Yeah, but
0: it's against... I mean, if that was a rookie, we'd be like it's a rookie and it's still bad I and mean, it's Andrew Luck
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's it, we'll see I suppose I mean he, he did alright the first two weeks it's uh,
0: I uh, think yeah I just think te- Texans too much talent to to go on for I mean anyone they can go and for but I just yeah. I think with Watson they just have no
1: confidence. one expected them to be zero three that's for sure that said I'm back in Andrew Luck <laughs> Go with the Colts with the beard
0: yeah uh, okay the 1-2 and two Jets at the 2-1 and one Jags uh, neither of these two are really setting it alight uh, Sam Darnold looks like um, most other USC quarterbacks have come into the NFL two picks versus the Browns that's five for the season and a 38.2 passer rating it's abysmal um, the Jets defense is keeping them in games uh, Blake Bortles A horrible 21 of 34 for 155 yards uh, in a weird 9-6 loss to Tennessee where defences were on top.
1: Yeah, I mean, the sooner the Jags get rid of Blake Bortles, we kind of touched on this in the previous podcast, but I think the sooner they get rid of Bortles, the better. If they don't, they're going to throw away a Super Bowl window. They've got a Super Bowl-caliber defence that... um, can shut teams down and really make it difficult for the opposition, and they but just can't get anything. That you know, you get one week where suddenly he looks, he looks like a world beater. He he's good against New England. Then he's terrible. Um, um, they're
0: missing Fournette. Well, they missed Fournette last week. I think He might be back this week. Just think that it's Dar- just Darnold against that defense. No, I'm not.
1: No, I'm not, I think I'm not buying.
0: I don't, they no. don't even need a game out of Bortles. That, no, you know, exactly. That would just win the game from defense alone. I agree. I've uh, gone with the Jags on this yeah. for,
1: for that reason, really. And I think it. I mean, I'm, I'm loath to be too hard on Donald too soon because I think we're going to find that the Browns' defense is pretty good. It looks good, and it's you know it's doing some good things. The Jags, have got a great defense, so you know he might take a little bit longer to grow into to the NFL. But um, I don't think the Jets will have enough overall for the Jags but the Jags need some big plays on the you know they need to score some points with their defence because that's what's won them games typically um, if they're leaving it all down to Blake Bortles this could be another 9-6 another 9-6 uh, top, top of the highlight reel yeah,
0: can't wait for the end of season DVD yeah. um, ok so I'm picking the Jags me too <clears throat> ok the surprising 3-0 Dolphins at the also maybe a little surprising 1-2 Patriots uh, the Dolphins have beaten the Titans, Jets and Raiders, which isn't exactly a, a wonderful list, but you can only beat who your schedule says you can beat. Um, but the Dolphins have not won in Foxborough since 2008. Patriots won 1-2 for the first time since 2012. They didn't go to the Super Bowl that year. They've been poor on defence. Brady's numbers are way down. Um, but we might see Josh
1: Gordon this week. Yeah, I think, it, as you mentioned... The Dolphins haven't exactly had the toughest schedule so far, but you can only be who's put in front of you, you know. So you can't blame someone having for being lucky. That's at the end of the day, the schedule is what it is, and you you've got to win those games. And I think we'll probably at some point see a a correction in the um, in the numbers for the Dolphins when they start to come up against the tougher opposition. That said, the Patriots are not. Looking like the Patriots at the moment, and we know that they have historically they managed they're one of those teams that find a ways to find a way to win even when they 're not playing that well, whereas at the moment they 're not necessarily doing that, um, but they are also a team that that grows into the season, and what how they look in september is is not how they look in December and january so we might we might find that they're still just finding their feet, and if there was a time to play the Patriots with the Dolphins, it's now because um, they're not looking great. Um, they might get some backlash from a defeat, but at the same time, if the Patriots haven't yet figured out what they're going to be and how they're going to win games, then but look at this division. You, you could win this division with a nine and seven record, yeah, or even eight, eight and eight, which has happened before. Not in this division, but it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a really I think we might see that, and um, across a lot of divisions. I, I think that there's there's teams beating each other all over the place, and I think so. I wouldn't be surprised to find it being quite close in a few places. So. I'm
0: going to pick New England because they're at home, and I'm not I'm not convinced by either team at the moment. But Patriots have history, and the Dolphins
1: don't. Difficult to bet against the Patriots. They've got a history of. Delivering when they need to, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. But you know, God, I think we'd all love to see the Dolphins win there.
0: Okay, we're on to two, two, and one teams: Eagles at Titans. Uh, Carson Wentz is back, although he was sacked five times last week. They held on to beat the Colts, and they expect Jay Ajayi and Sproles to be back this week. Um, for the Titans, they had to start with. Blaine Gabbert. He didn't last long. Mariota has an elbow injury; had to come off the bench. I think he still has that injury. Gabbert has a concussion, so they're going to have to get a backup quarterback from somewhere.
1: So have they been talking about Mar- Mariota's injuries? Like lost feeling in his arm or his hand or something? Yeah, he stuck. can't grip the ball properly. Yeah, so that's still threw the ball, all right. For someone who can't grip the ball, but it's. Uh, I was listening to uh, some news on this. And they were saying that his apparently he can't do it any more damage. So the injury he's got is the injury he's got. So that's why they were OK bringing him in. But but if he can't do any more damage, just start the guy. What's you know, either, either start him or he's out, if you see what I mean. I don't see the point in bringing him in. Um, well, I think because they didn't have another quarterback
0: on the roster, uh, as far as I'm aware, they're going to have to bring someone in. Yeah. Because Gabbett's in concussion protocol... That's almost always a week, so he's good, probably going to miss this week, which means you've only got one quarterback yeah. who's already got an injury. Even if he doesn't, it's a risk. They're going to have to pick someone, whether it's someone... I don't know if they've got a quarterback on their practice squad. I mean, there are guys out there yeah. who are just going to come and hold the clipboard for a week.
1: But is this one of these where they could do a trade? I mean, if you've got... Um, I don't think
0: they'd trade. Mariota's the quarterback
1: for the future. But if they if the injuries he, he has isn't one they're sure he's going to um, clear up quickly. You know, its um, is it worth having having uh, you know, bringing in a veteran? I mean, Fitzpatrick's playing great. He's just about to get um, replaced um, maybe this week, maybe in a couple of weeks. i we don't know yet. Yeah, but at some point he's going to be. So maybe this week isn't when they, they do it, but there's someone there yeah. that could be brought in. Sam Bradford. Um, no, look at Bradford. Bradford's numbers, horrible. But I better than not him. having a quarterback, and you could bring him in for a year, sort of thing. It wouldn't be—you wouldn't be looking at giving someone like that long a long-term contract.
0: Uh, no I'd rather get a younger guy, and see what you got. Yeah, well, I'm uh, going with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles as well, uh, just because they're probably concerned about Mariota, but Titans quietly two and one. They did win this division last year. Everyone's just talking about the Jags. The Titans won the division, but again, Philadelphia not setting the world alight. Carson Wentz is back. Uh, if they get a Joy in Sproles back, I think I think they'll win a win a low scoring one. Yeah, I'm going Philly. Cool. Um, we're on to um, another divisional matchup. One and two Seahawks at the zero three Cardinals who look like the worst team in the NFL. They're only averaging 6.7 points a game. Uh, It's Sam Bradford, um, 400 yards, not 400 yards last week, 400 yards in three games and four interceptions. Um, But apparently Josh Rosen, who came in late in the game, apparently he's not starting yet. I don't don't know what they're waiting
1: for. You've got nothing to lose. I mean, your season is dead uh, at 0-3. I can't remember what the stats are, but... The likelihood of making the playoffs after starting 0-3 is very, incredibly, very incredibly low. low. It's, I can't remember what the numbers are. But, it, I mean, the chances of making the playoffs starting 0-2 is low. So, 0-3, you're pretty screwed. So, what have they got to lose? Unless, they, they unless Josh Rosen really isn't ready and they're worried about him getting hurt because he's not prepared. But other than that, get him in there and let him, let him learn because you know, yeah. he can learn on the job and he's not you know, probably not going to recover their season, but
0: it'll help him next year Because exactly. he's going to be the starter ne- unless start. he gets injured he's going to be the starter next year. Yeah. Bradford is not the guy no and
1: I mean the rushing they, a, need,
0: they need to go through the rest of the season 10 and three to have a shot at a Wild card because the Rams are winning this division yeah. with at least 10 wins at least. So they've already lost three. They can only afford to lose another three. It's not going to happen. It's done. No. It's get Rosen in.
1: Um, I mean, there was, they had a non-existent um, rushing game at the at the weekend too. And so I think, you know, whether that's because Bradford's not delivering nobody's in the passing yeah. game, therefore they can just you know block up the, 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 the run because they, they just know that he's... Can't throw it. I don't. It's difficult to know, but they've got to do something to give themselves, um, give themselves a chance to be competitive and to build something that may not be enough for this year, but gives some positivity going into next year. Otherwise, this is a, a complete write-off already. Which uh,
0: for, for Seattle, Russell Wilson always gives them a chance. Um, Carson's the first Seahawks running back to top hundred yards since. 2016 it's another team that's struggled to run the ball Oh, uh, Thomas two picks against the Cowboys last week but he might not be there much longer Seahawks are in a bit of a rebuild which you knew was coming after they built the Super Bowl team and that dominant team off the back of two drafts it's inevitable that what's happened now is going ha- to happen so neither of these two teams are going, going to the playoffs
1: no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, it's good to see um, the Seahawks win, and maybe they'll you know start to find a way to win. But they won against, as we talked about the Cowboys earlier, a team that um, is two players um, on offense. So they were just able to hold, you know, keep them to a low enough number. And as you said, Wilson will always give you a chance. You know, he's he's that good. But um, they need to. I can't see them winning enough games this
0: year um, so. Cardinals got a pretty good record against Seattle but yeah I, I, Cardinals uh, maybe this will help them every time I say this is the worst team in the NFL <laughs> they, they, they win yeah. I'm picking Seattle
1: we've we branded three teams the, the worst team, team in the game. NFL so far yeah. and then they've won maybe the we, following
0: week yeah. That's maybe we should say the Falcons are the
1: worst we will, the take any, we will take requests for labelling teams the worst NFL team and then uh, your team will win the following week
0: guaranteed uh, yeah Seattle for me
1: and Seattle for me as well.
0: Okay, we're on to the 1-1-1 Browns at the 0-3 Raiders. Uh, could
1: it possibly be that the Browns would win... Two not, games, not, two win games. not win for almost two years or whatever it was, and then win two on the bounce?
0: Baker Mayfield starts. 17-23 for 201 yards and a 100.1 passer rating. They could be 3-0 and if they had a kicking game. Uh, so they're probably frustrated, at, although they're happy. <laughs> Certainly their fans are happy with the one, the one win, but they, they genuinely could be 3-0. and um, They've replaced that kicker. Uh, the Raiders, not really sure what's going on. Derek Carr, 345 yards passing, but another two interceptions. He continues to turn the ball over at key times. Uh, Jordy Nelson had a big day, 173 yards receiving. Um, there's a lot of unrest, apparently, in Oakland with the way Gruden is not not so much the team, but certainly back office and uh, he's changed things and people are not happy. Uh, Gruden's been out for a long time. Is he as good a coach as everyone thinks he is? They don't have a defence because they let Matt walk out the door. Uh, it was a, like, oh, we're picking the Browns <laughs> here. Well, Bra- I mean... I bloody am. At, I'm picking, at, picking
1: the Browns, man. I'm picking the Browns. Come on! It's, yeah. I think that you look with this is the, you know if if this was the Browns of of last year, let's say, we'd be looking at this and going, these are two of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, and then we go, but the and, Raiders have got Derek. Carr. Exactly. The Raider, exactly. They've got so they got Carr and Lynch, and you know so they're gonna they're gonna win this you know game. Yeah. But you know what, the Browns have got a decent defense. Derek Carr, although he put up. What looked like good numbers, you know, not enough end result. And as you said, turned over the ball they, cho- they they
0: should have been the Dolphins last week. They choked it away at yeah. the end. They had a lead and they, they're not the finishing. The they're there. not.
1: They're not finishing games off. You have got Lynch who with um, 19 touches, 64 yards, and Doug Martin nine for 43. And it's like you need, you know, you need a bit more, a bit more balance because you know that's a, about 100 yards rushing. To 345 yards in the in the air, and it's like you need a bit more balance there because Derek Carr, I don't think, can do it all on its own. And it's not like you don't have the talent on paper to have a have a more balanced team. So I think it feels like the Raiders are killing themselves. Um, but I see no signs that they're sorting it out. And it, that, that is,
0: you wonder if the that one win is the one win that changes the Browns <laughs> I'm not saying like they're going to win the Super Bowl or even go to the playoffs but if they can just win some games and then they go into next year with Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward and, and the, these rookies Huffman, you're, and you're waiting for Carlos you're waiting, for, Chubb, really you're waiting for Nick Chubb to, to show what he did in Georgia um, they look like they've got a good defence is the one win enough to change the Browns and I think this week we might find out Because if they lay an egg they're still the browns
1: yeah and I think that you know and as we've seen with some of the games we've already talked about from last week it, you just don't know what's going to happen. you know we, we were writing off the bills and then the bills went and won so it's like it's difficult you know the Raiders maybe they maybe they pull it together and they you know they suddenly actually turn up and, and, and finish a game off but it's the Browns the, it, the, they're, they're looking game more, they win now uh, yeah and they're looking like a more rounded They look like a much more rounded team than the raiders you know they've got defense they've got offense now um they've got they've got a running game it's kind of like what you know then they're not they're not world beaters but they are going to win you know with that talent level and the organization that they seem to be getting together now they should be winning seven or eight games this year and to do that you've got to be beating teams that are oh and three and seem to not know what, what's going on and that's where the Raiders are yeah already. like you
0: say if this is the Browns of old or certainly of last year um, we'd probably be like nah but I'm taking I'm taking Baker Mayfield and the Browns
1: yeah and they're exciting why not come yeah. on the Browns
0: come on believe land <laughs> uh, okay we're on to the the 1-2 49ers who lost Garoppolo gone for the season uh, against the 1-2 and two Chargers Uh, CJ Bethard will start Uh, good news for the 49ers it's a team that can run the ball we found one Uh, Matt Brader leads the league with 274 rushing yards Uh, but Rivers is lighting it up 115.7 passer rating and 8 touchdowns Um, but their defence gave up 521 yards to the Rams they missed Joey Bosa I'm not sure when he's back but they don't need a defence against the 49ers do they? Without Garoppolo
1: sadly no and it's a real shame because coming into this season I think one of the teams that everyone was so excited to see was the 49ers after the way they finished the season the way Garoppolo Had sl- slotted into their offense um Carl Shanahan is obviously a offensive genius um, so he, I, would, I, not, would, I wouldn't go that not that. well you know we made a, made one small mistake in the super Bowl but other than that He's pretty good uh, as far as building offenses go, and so you kind of—they were one of the teams that for this season really wanted to see how they would kick on, and and in fairness, they'd not been as electric as you kind of hoped, but but there was always going to be a a slight reality check, Um, and but they were they were they looked like a team that you wanted to watch, and they, they looked exciting, and when Jimmy G. Had the ball, you know, he, he made a few mistakes this year, but he also could make passes that not, you know, only maybe a handful of people in the NFL could make, and maybe not even that many. And so, he's a player you want to watch. So when someone like that goes down and that's the end of his season, you kind of think that that's a big loss to the NFL for the season. I think it's it's you know nobody wants to see top quality players. Missing the whole season. No, it's it's but a real it, shame.
0: Even with Garoppolo, they were probably going to struggle to make make the playoffs in a in a division like we say, where we expect the Rams to win 10-11 games, if not more. So they're one and two. They're, they've lost
1: Garoppolo. They're Who's coming in for Garoppolo? Uh, Bethard. That? Oh, he played. Oh, right, he okay. played last year.
0: Did okay. Mm. Did okay. Wasn't terrible. Um, but, but they were. He they were.
1: nine. yeah I'm not going to say it was a no 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 he's
0: he's a he's better backup than there are a lot of guys in the league like he's a better backup than Matt Sharp than Blaine Gabbert Uh, are there better quarterbacks around yeah sure but this guy knows the system he's been there he's played I, I think they'll do okay with him obviously their focus is to run the ball but the point is it's over
1: yeah that's the end of the season, unfortunately.
0: Um, and they've got to keep up with Philip Rivers. Even though the Chargers, Melvin Gordon hasn't been able to run the ball particularly well. Like I said, they're missing Bosa on defence. Their defence has struggled a little bit, which is a surprise. But remember back right at the beginning, I said, what is with the Chargers at the beginning? They're going to go 0-4 and then at the end of the season, they're the best team, but it's always too late. Um, now's the time, you're 1-2, you need to keep up. You come especially out the in the AFC
1: West. You come out of the first four games... Of the season two and two, then yeah, you're, you're not leaving. You're okay. You're, on. you're, you're, in, you're okay. in. You're in. You're still in it. So, that, and I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, um, I'm, I'm taking the charges. Yeah, easy
0: pick for me. Um, we're on to the two and one Saints at the one and two Giants. Um, Saints defense is thirtieth in the NFL in yards given up. Not sure what's happened to them. Um, they haven't really lost anyone. We're talking about the Falcons defense; like they're losing players. They giving up yards. What you I mean? What's the Saints' excuse? But their offense is fourth in the league in yards game Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Um, this is the last game of Ingram's suspension, um, so it's it's Kamara again. He hasn't been able to run the ball particularly well, but catching the ball out of the backfield, he's, he's lighting teams up. The Giants' um, their first win in the season against the Texans, maybe a little surprising, um, but Eli's numbers are better than expected behind a behind a bad O-line o- for the season 81 of 110, 800 yards uh, only throwing for 3 TDs though and Barkley 216 rush yards which is good but maybe we expected a little bit more even though he's a rookie but it does come down to that O-line um, the Giants at home I think I think they could keep it close I think it could be
1: weirdly low scoring it, It's. I think I've just got to I mean I feel like I think I've just been sick in my mouth a little bit because I'm picking the Saints to win this just because I can't see the Giants stopping the Saints offence but um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up if the Saints end up in a shootout every week with teams because the defence is not great maybe when it looked like they were getting better last season on on defence maybe that was an anomaly maybe it was um, you know down to the teams they were playing I'm not sure but you know there was a lot of talk of the offense is still the offense and the defense was better at the back end of the year and, and it's going to roll on into this year and yet their defense has been all over the shop last week they were playing one of the best offenses in the league you know it, it's it's funny that in the same division you've got probably two of the best offenses in the in the in the NFL so I think it's it is a it's going to be a very difficult game for the Giants to win. I mean, Manning's rolling back the years, which is great because uh, I always like it when someone proves their data's wrong. And everyone has been slagging him off saying so he's too old for a couple of years now. And as you say, they don't protect him very well, so it's uh, you know it's it's difficult when you um, when you don't have much time and uh, and you're going to get hit. So um, the fact that he's putting up good numbers, having a running game is going to help him as well. Um, and Barkley does look like he's going to be a a quality running back and hopefully for a long time and they've got Beckham so they, they, yeah. they're going to give people I think Beckham a have
0: a, I think he could have a big game this yeah. week I don't know what the point spread is and I wish I'd looked it up but I think the Giants could cover uh, I think this is going to be it could be a one score game uh, yeah. yeah this has happened before between these two teams where again I haven't written down the score what it was but it was where you expected the Saints to just go there and light it up and it was just Some weird, like, 17-14 game. (laughs) And I think it might be around, I don't know, 23-20, 23-17. But Giants could cover, but the Saints are going to win, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I've got the Saints to win, which does make me a little bit upset. I don't
0: don't think any Saints fans listen to this podcast. No, I don't think so. (laughs) So They turned off after the first two minutes. Yeah. Okay, two games left, which are both... um, Rivalry in division games, one of the best rivalries in the NFL, the Ravens at the Steelers. We talked about Le'Veon Bell, so he's not playing. Uh, A lot of talk about Antonio Brown being unhappy as well, but Big Ben has been putting up the numbers, uh, 30 of 38, 353 yards and 3 TDs, 1 interception in a win at Tampa. Uh, but they had two receivers over 100 yards and none of them called Antonio Brown. Smith-Schuster 116, and Vance-McDonald at 112, although 75 of them was on one play. Uh, the Ravens are just a different team, home and on the road. Um, but these games, like I said, rivalry game, they're usually close. Um, the Ravens are the first, first uh, in the NFL in yards given up, and they're giving up 17 points per game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, it's it's a funny one. The, the Ravens at the moment because it's it feels like week to week. I can't tell what's going to happen, you know, whether whether they're going to win or not. Like you said, whether they're home or away, or but they just there was a there was concern coming into the season that they weren't um, weren't going to be that good, and Flacco really needed to make a, a step up because he'd been going backwards for a while. And, but he seems to have done that, and he, you know, Flacco seems to be playing really well, and, and so, um, especially when you look at how, how he's been over the last couple of years, so that's given. It feels like that's given them a chance, and and they're, w- and they're winning some games. So I was surprised that they beat the Broncos, and um, we'll get on to the Broncos in a minute. But it, you know, I I've, I had a feeling that the Broncos, having been kind of almost written off for this season. It Bron- Bron- might Broncos surprise sh- everybody. I
0: don't know. The Broncos, are, like say, so that's the last game we're going to cover. They're a bit like the Ravens. They win at home, lose on the road. I mean, it's only three games in. It's not a huge window to look at, but that, thats basically what's happened for both of these teams. Yeah. Um, last year, this was a classic 39-38 Steelers, <laughs> and it always <laughs> seems to go down to the last play, and it—it it always seems to be someone will score a touchdown on the lot, some last-second heave or something. They're really good games
1: to watch. Well, I mean, this last week the Steelers beat the Bucks, and the Bucks have been doing good. You know, they've, they've been beating beating teams. So it's like, you know, the the Steelers it, the draw against uh, Cleveland, which was interesting, obviously, and in, in a game they should have won. Could so have, could have won, could have lost. Yeah, and it, so it's a. Uh,
0: I think the belt, uh, I think they got distracted. The, the Bell thing has no. not helped but no. they're getting production out of Connor they've now said okay just Bell's gone one way or another like yeah. maybe drawing a line gone, under it yeah like that and then say let's just get on with it let's just move on yeah they've got plenty of weapons
1: yeah exactly. I'm taking
0: Pittsburgh at home me too last one Monday Night Football could be a good one the 3-0 Chiefs at the 2-1 Broncos like I said Broncos 2-0 at home um, Case Keenan, been struggling a little bit um, Chiefs, it's all about offense, they're averaging 39 points per game uh, Mahomes, 13 TDs as we touched on earlier, but their defense is last in yards given up but that, that might be slightly skewed in the fact that they're putting up so many points, teams just have to throw the ball to try and keep up, especially late in games um, but they're still giving up them yards they lost, they lost Peters who's a turnover machine uh, when they traded him to the Rams but the, Do the Broncos have enough In Von Miller and Bradley Chubb At end to slow down Mahomes and this offence And that's basically what it's going to come down to
1: I think this is going to be a really um, Good test For the Chiefs because they've come out Of the gates flying Mahomes looks the real deal um, But against a Broncos Defence that um, You know Von Miller and thinking about where that you know the, how devastating they can be it will be this is the kind of game that if they're going to be real contenders you know and this isn't going to be just an early season start and then fade away which they've been known to do in the past then beating beating the Broncos in in, the, in their house is, is gonna is the sort of game that you want them to Maybe to the only thing that on. can
0: slow down the Chiefs offence is the mile high air there's a, there, there's, a, there's, there's a stat about the Broncos winning their first two home games that are early in the season because teams are still getting used to playing full games. It's, again, pre they play a couple of series and here and there and it's only really the, the guys that are playing for roster spots that are playing, playing more, more time. But the thin air in Denver, the, the opposing team isn't used to it so it takes them longer to recover. Apparently, this is a, a Vegas theory that um, Vegas always
1: stack it towards it, the Broncos yeah, for the first for the month first, of the season. For the first
0: two home games, I mean, yeah. they've had the two home games, but I think it's the only thing that's going to slow down the Chiefs. Yeah, the I mean, Chiefs I've have played there more than if you if you play in the division, at least you're used to it. Even if it's know, only
1: once a season, you plan for that more, don't you? I think. I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to win this, um, and for various reasons I want the Chiefs to win this because I, there's nothing better than seeing an offence that just wants to score points and is going out there trying to win games by just outscoring people. I think that is exciting football and that's what people want to see. Mahomes looks good. Hunt is, you know, and Kelsey they've just got, they've got players there that are...
0: I think Kelsey could have a big day.
1: Yeah, I mean he did alright the weekend as well so I think there's... Um, I th- yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the Chiefs have got this. If it
0: comes down to offense, Keenan's not going to keep up with Mahomes. The way it's looking. No. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, take the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs, and that that rounds it up. Just a quick update on our picks for the season. How am I doing? There's a tie. What? Yeah, we're we're me and you twenty seven. And Darren, oh. Darren's on twenty-five. Oh,
1: tight! Getting so, tight. So, uh, uh, what what are we playing for? Uh, we'll, um, we'll have to have a back, trophy. Come made. back
0: to you on that one. Yeah. yeah it depends if I win or not. Oh, okay. If enough. we if I win, we're playing we're playing for a trophy the size of like, the Stanley uh, Cup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fair other, enough. Otherwise, um, buy buy your bag, crisps.
1: Excellent. I'm not sure my wife would find a space for a giant trophy on the mantelpiece. Oh, that is that your excuse? Yeah.
0: Okay, enjoy enjoy week four. And uh, if you want your team to win next week, just um, leave a comment. We'll tell you your team's worse than the NFL. It's a guarantee. <laughs> All right. Enjoy so the podcast. Me. See you later.
1: Bye.